bitches and welcome back to the blow up episode two season one um bitch i just came back from not the worst like appointment of my life but like very disappointing to say the least because it's the second time that i've given this specific dick um not the second time i fucked him but like uh i fucked him a couple times that's the second time that like i've had this disappointment um, he, like, nutted before I could, and he's just not gonna get it back up, and I'm like, okay, like, every time I come over here, I regret it, like, come on now, I just feel like, nigga better let me get mine up first, that's what I need, I'm really just over it, honestly, I feel like, why would you nut before I did, I don't know, in the bedroom, I'm very much, like, Pillow Princess, me first, like, not always me, because I like pleasing, but I definitely want to be, like, fucking somebody who, like, prioritizes my pleasure, for sure. Not necessarily, ooh, why she let her dog drink this water? We don't even know if this water is tested. I don't know about that. Aw, cute baby. Y'all, I'm recording at my little spot up in this lake or bayou, I guess it's called. And um, there's hella people here, like, canoeing. I should announce it's a Sunday. But um, I had to wait because I'm going to spark up or whatever. And I didn't want nobody calling the popos on me. Shit, it's horrible. But anywho, so I don't really have no weed left. I'm just going to smoke the rest of my bowl. I had some keef in my grinder, so that's how we're going to do this. I'm actually going to light my bowl right now. Sorry if there was a little turbulence right there with the audio. Um, I hope y'all are smoking with me. Raise up your joint, your blunt, your bowl, your edible, whatever you got going on. Um, I hope we all have a good time, okay? I thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, again, if you're a returner listener, if you're new, my name is Courtney. I'm your host. I'm 20 years old from Houston, motherfucking Texas. And we're figuring out this life shit together, okay? And we're smoking while we're doing it. Okay, cheers. My bong be hitting, bro. Oh my god. My bong be hitting for sure. Okay, that's enough of that for right now. Um, so I do have a surprise for y'all. So before this episode goes up, y'all are gonna see a picture of me and bitch. Yes, I cut my motherfucking hair. I'm really just um so relieved. I've been wanting to cut my hair for a minute. I've been wanting to cut my hair for a fat woman for a couple months now. And I was telling um my best friend Vanessa a couple months ago, like I really just wanna like experiment with ugh, can I fucking talk today? I can never talk actually, but it's okay. Um I really wanna experiment with my hair. Like I wanna do finger waves. I wanna relax it for a little bit. I wanna cut it. Um so I just literally went ahead and did it two days ago. I said fuck it. I literally just said, fuck you. And I did it. Sorry, y'all. I was just eating the last of all. I said, fuck it. And I'm happy that I did because I look good. I feel so, so, so free. And um, I was scared at first because the first big chop that I did I was really, 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 like, insecure when I did it because I was, like, 16 years old in high school. I went to, like, a Mexican and white-ass high school. So, like, there was nobody for me to, like, look at that looked like me to even feel comfortable doing it because, you know, I see all these bitches, like, you know, long hair, long straight hair. 
and I don't know, I just felt so uncomfortable. Like, I felt like I looked like somebody's, like, grandma, and I didn't feel like, I didn't feel, not that a 16-year-old should feel sexy, but, I mean, you want to feel, like, fine, and, like, I did not feel fine. I was feeling very much Aunt Myrtle, so I got braids the next day. Um, I think I posted, like, one picture with my hair out. And I was, I left it up because that was me trying to, like, force myself to be comfortable with my hair being short. And I'm glad that I did that. Like, that was good. Like, that was good uh, shadow work on my part. I'm really, really proud of me. I'm proud of, like, 16-year-old me for that. Um, even wearing my natural hair now, I'm, like, low-key hesitant unless it looks, like, absolutely perfect. Because I feel like it just doesn't look like, it don't look sexy like for me I love my natural hair but like it gives me cute it doesn't give me like sexy like fun like when I'm wearing like half my clothes out or like when I'm not wearing no clothes like I want a sleek ponytail or like a sleek bob like something like like um it just looks way more like I don't know how to explain it. I thought of it uh, the other day. So I was thinking about, like, is the reason why I'm not comfortable, like, with my natural hair rooted in just, like, self-hatred. And I feel like low-key, like, when you get down to the nitty-gritty, yes. But also, I feel like I just have a preference of just, like, I was, I had the perfect, like, thought of it the other day. Fuck, what did I say? It was, like, in my head. Because I was thinking about it for, like, a minute. Basically, like, when my hair is, sh- like, straight or, like, in a sleek style, I feel like it just looks way more, like, masculine, maybe, but, like, in a feminine way. Like, it just looks very, fuck, I wish I could think of it, but I feel like, I don't know, somebody will understand what I'm saying, and, like, that's just all I could, I all I can fucking hope when I am talking on this goddamn podcast because I feel like I have so many things that I, like, have in my head that I can't, like, thoroughly express through words. And I just hope, like, this shit comes out making sense um, and that somebody can feel me. But, yeah, I cut my hair and um, everybody's really just been giving me so much love for it. I was feeling real cute, real sexy after I cut it anyway, honestly. Like, it looks really good. Like, my hair looks beautiful. The curls are back. Like, my hair was low-key fried from doing all of my, my sleek styles and, you know, blowing it out. Like, it was fried as fuck. And I was like, this shit's not cute. And I just, like, I used to be that. I used to always be that bitch. I was talking shit about bitch with heat damage. And I was that bitch with heat damage. So, mm, it wasn't looking too good for me. Excuse me. I apologize for like pauses that y'all might endure if I don't edit them out. I'm either taking a hit or I'm drinking something because when I talk for this long, I just like need to keep some liquid on me. Um, like I said, I'm already freaking like out of weed. I haven't been I haven't been out of weed for like shit like a week ever since the last episode I got down and all my plugs are dry like or they're far or they're not available right now so hopefully like my my regular plug comes through today in Jesus name because if you don't it's gonna be some problems <sighs> shit oh my god speaking of um yesterday what I was talking about earlier I saw Vanessa, that's my best friend, she uh, moved to Dallas, and I'm really, really sad, but I'm also very, very happy because she's thriving over here, and um, we freaking had to, like, have, fuck, I can't even think I'm gonna try and say, I'm, I'm honestly, like, really hot right now, I ain't gonna lie, I'm really, really hot right now, like, just those kids, that little, y'all know the keys that's, like, in your last tray of your, uh, your, what the fuck is that bitch called? The grinder? Oh, bitch. That shit will have you fried. I'm, like, getting fried. Um, so I think I'm gonna probably have to, like, lay off for a second. Anywho, so, 
Vanessa came down to Houston yesterday, and I was just so fucking excited because I haven't seen her in so fucking long. Oh, my God. Like, y'all don't know pain until you have a best friend that's, like, your long-distance best friend. Like, that shit is pain. Like, whenever I, like, just need somebody to talk to where I want somebody to hang out with who just, like, I just feel 100% comfortable with, like, that's, like, my bitch, like, my sister for real, like, I feel like that is, like, my soul person, like, truly, like, honestly, like, I, um, feel like she's me, but in, like, a different form, if that makes sense, and, like, I just appreciate her so, 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 so much, so her being in Dallas has been, like, super hard on me, not gonna lie, like, I've been, like, doing good, um, being, like, by my lonesome, and I've been making new friends, but, like, the, the transition, like, it was honestly, it was hard for me, like, emotionally, just only, like, damn, like, if I want to go somewhere, like, I can't just, like, have Vanessa tag along, or, like, Vanessa won't call me with plants, like, I definitely have to, like, keep myself busy because I don't want to be by myself like just in the house like that's depressing so I did a really good job it like I think she moved in the summer yeah she moved around like June and I had a really good July I had a really really good July I'm very very proud of myself very very proud of myself in the end of June as well I was really really just like on the go, on the move, I made so many new little connections, and made so many new relationships, I feel like I really was, like, blossoming this past summer, and it really is thanks to, like, that separation, because I feel like I have a tendency to kind of, like, use my friends as, like, um, like, an emotional crutch, to, like, not branch out and try new things, and, like, by myself because at the end of the day I feel like if you're not comfortable with yourself and being able to just like go about life with just you you don't really know yourself and you're not living your life so like it's maximum capacity like me being able to do anything that I want almost anything that I want by myself I just feel so fucking powerful because I don't have to wait on nobody I don't have to wait on nobody to do shit that I want to do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't have the excuse of, you know, not having a friend to, like, stop me from doing some shit that I'm, like, super, super hype about, super passionate about. Like, that's just not an excuse for me at all. The only thing that stops me from doing any of that type of shit is myself. And that's way more comforting for me to know that I'm my only boundary than uh, if it were to be someone else. I, it's like, it's like, I was watching Poor Minds the other day, and this girl wrote in, and she said that, you know, she was letting her boyfriend run up her credit, and Drea, she's one of the hosts, she was like, I would never, let, like, trust somebody with my credit, ever, 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 nobody on this earth, I would trust my credit, with my credit, you know, if I'm gonna have my credit fucked up, I'd rather, I'd be going to fuck it up, I wouldn't let, you know, because that would be on me, um, having somebody else fuck up your shit, like, you, like, that could have been prevented, you know what I'm saying, like, no, I I could never be, I feel like it goes the same, I could never be a person that puts, like, my happiness in, like, my general direction in the hands of somebody else, so, um, I said that to basically just say that, even though, like, I was so sad about, like, when I said leaving, I'm very grateful that, like, it happened, and I'm grateful for, the, like, the window of growth that I got to have because of it, um, when we linked up, honestly, I didn't think we were going to be able to do it low-key because I was at work, and, uh, they weren't doing cuts, or I didn't think they were doing cuts, and, girl, I didn't leave until maybe, like, 12.30, and low-key, it was, like, late, and I was sleepy, my feet be hurting, my legs be tired, like, I'll be hungry, it just be a lot going on, ooh, I had a burp, excuse me, I'm so sorry, I feel like I think that's so gross, but, like, I just can't help it, like, what am I supposed to do, um, she, 
was I saying? Um, what was I saying, y'all? Oh, yeah, we hung out. We were supposed to go to Autumn's birthday party. Um, she was at the skating rink, and I always go to the skating rink. I was meaning to go to the skating rink earlier this week, but I got sidetracked. And, um, oh my god, it's literally the funnest thing ever. It's just so cute. It's just such a vibe. It's such a vibe, bro. Like, I want to throw a party at a skating rink, like, a real big party, like, to have, like, the whole, like, community come out type shit. Some low-key shit. Not even up some low-key shit. Like, I'm some, like, lit shit. Like, have, like, oh my god, going to be that's one for the archives right there we're gonna make it happen okay anyway but we were supposed to go there for autumn's birthday and literally we got there first of all we had an hour left which is fine because i only really see i only skate for like 45 minutes anyway um i didn't have my id i don't even know where my id is to be quite honest i was looking for it the other day so i could pick my little brother up I know that they asked for IDs, or at least they should be asking for IDs when you pick up, like, a child from school. And I cannot find that bitch nowhere. Like, I know I had it, like, the last time that I had it was, I don't remember when I saw it. I was trying to remember the last time I, like, where I saw it last, and I really don't know. But, uh, the lady was asking for ID, and I was like, I don't got it, babes. But I got, like, the picture of my ID from when I had to do, like, my COVID rapid test on my phone. It was my real ID. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, scam or anything. Um, and Vanessa had hers, but the lady that was asking us for the ID, she turned around to her manager, and she was like, can I do that? And I was like, girl, why are you asking? I just hate when you do that. Like, you know that you can't. So I don't understand why she's not asking somebody can tell you, no, you can just do it and ask for forgiveness later. And that was the deal. Like, she wasn't even paying attention, so that pissed me off. But... Uh, the lady was like, no, no picture or paper, just hard copy. And I was like, uh. And Vanessa was like, well, yeah, we're 20. Uh, is this not like 18 and up? And the lady was like, no, like this is 21 up on Saturday nights. And like some other nights they have 18 plus. And I think that's probably one of like, the nights I'd be going to when they're 18 plus and not 21 plus. Unless I had my big ID on me last time I went. I, I think that might have been 18. But yeah, I was really excited to say, but I was low-key tired anyway, my feet hurt, so I probably wouldn't have had that much of a good time, but I knew it was still going to be fun, but it's okay, because we just got the car, and we talked, and we ate, and we catched up, we were supposed to do a podcast episode together, but it didn't happen, because it was honestly so late, and she had to leave out for Dallas again to, uh, this morning, I'm recording this kind of like an afternoon low-key because I was supposed to record it last night and that just didn't happen so I'm here um yeah we're supposed to get the episode together and like we have such good banter like y'all will love Vanessa because she will be making her appearance but we just have to figure out how to get it together she but um but one thing I did want to say was that like um my confidence, like, with my hair right now has definitely been raised 100%. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel myself walking around like that bitch. Like, kind of how I already walk like my ass is fat because, like, of course, I'm walking around like I know I'm that bitch because, like, I feel like it just takes, like, a strong type of bitch to pull off short hair. Like, you really have to be pretty. Like, your face guard has to be valid. And I definitely look so fuck good. And I'm happy for myself. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely happy for myself. I have been saying something lately because I've been really trying to catch myself in negative self-talk. And I'm trying to just be, like, catching myself whenever I catch myself. Or not catching myself when I, yeah, when I catch myself. Talking shit, like, to myself. Uh, like, if you really just, like, tune into your thoughts and, like, really, like, pay attention to, like, how you talk to yourself in your head, like, because I don't know about y'all, but, like, I, when I think, I can literally hear my voice, like, talking, like, talking, how I'm talking to y'all, I talk to myself like that, and I literally be talking, like, shit, I'm like, like, I have to stop sometimes, like, bitch, why are you talking to yourself like that, like, this is, no, you need to be nice, because what, like, I don't know, it's just, I just be being mean as fuck to myself, um, 
like I feel like I'm my own like worst critic. Like, I'm my biggest hype man, but I'm also my worst critic. And I really have had to work on like owning that voice to someone who's like uplifting and positive and patient and kind and like all the good shit and like empathetic. And I feel like it's just made such a difference for the way that, like, I go about things. Like, I'm just, I feel like it's built my perseverance up because I used to just be like, well, if something, like, doesn't work the first time or the second time, I just didn't do it right or, like, it just wasn't meant to be or, I, you know, like, didn't try hard enough or, you know, whatever the case may be. It would just be, like, negative shit. And now, because I have built, like, my, my, I've trained my mind, or I'm training my mind to, like, always give myself, like, slack, and give myself, like, the same treatment that I would want somebody else, like, to give to me, I have to give to myself. So, training my mind to, like, work like that has, like, lengthened, like, my threshold of being able to be tried in life, if that makes sense. Like, ooh, yes. So, like, I have a therapist. Shout out to Marsha. Shout out to Marsha now, because I've been ghosting you, girl. But the the time that I've had with her that hasn't been super, super long has been very, very impactful. And I'm going to get into that one day in death. And I'm going to go back to talk to her, I promise. Uh... (laughs) And what did she say? She said that my biggest strength is my resilience. My resilience. And that word, like, that's been sticking with me ever since she told me that. Because, like, I have been through some shit. For real, for real. And people would never, never guess. Like, dead ass. And I was told by Bella, like, with all the stuff that, like, you've endured, like, you're still, like, so kind, and you're, like, still a good person, and I took pride in that as well, like, I've never forgotten that as well, like, my resilience has always been, like, hardest, but it's always been in me, but now that I've, like, trained my mind to just be kind to myself, just by doing that, like, I'm, it's like times 10, I swear to God, like, one thing that I picked up was I was watching Mulatto's little vlog, I love Mulatto, that's my bitch, fun fact, I swear to God, I need to be an A&R, on Jesus Christ himself, I need to be an A&R, and like, I want to have multiple careers throughout, like, my lifetime, and I definitely want to be, like, some type of music scholar, like, A&R, because I swear on my life, I'd be, like, on people or like on music mostly people that's like hot before they actually get hot and I swear that happens every time Cardi B Mulatto uh motherfucking motherfucker Sweetie who else who else there's more there's more fuck who was it there were so many I can only think of like three I mean there's like at least six they're like mostly rap girls I'm sorry I hit the microphone they're mostly rap girls and like I just be on it I just know it was hot but anywho what was I saying fuck uh before I got on that what was I talking about mm, what was I talking about what was I talking about let's take a drink shit I lost my goddamn train of thought. I knew I shouldn't start talking like that because I always do this, especially because I'm high. I really don't remember what I was saying. I wish Vanessa was right here because she would remind me. Bitch, I really don't know. Hold on. Let me look at my show notes and see what I was talking about. This is some good gas, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. The model that I picked up. Okay, so she always says, like, she put me on calling shit big. Like, she is the originator of big shit. Like, that ass. She been saying that shit. Big lotto. I'm the biggest. Like, come on now. That's her, 100%. So she put me on that. And in her blog, she was like, uh, doing some new shit. And she was like, you know, it's hard, but it ain't nothing because I'm the biggest. And the biggest can do anything. Something like that. So that's what I've been saying lately. The biggest can do anything. Maybe I'm the biggest as well. But, you know, I'm the biggest. So I was like, the biggest can do anything. Anytime, like, I'm about to give up on something, like, I, like, do some self-doubt in my head. I, like, always say out loud in response, the biggest can do anything, though. So it's nothing. 
and then I go and I do that shit. And whether like it's perfect or not, I still did it because the biggest can do anything. And it's just like a little mantra that I've been like saying to myself because I find that like when I find trouble like accomplishing anything, like if I just put like a mantra behind it, I I'm like building like uh like muscle memory in my like in my mental. Because your body and your mind needs proof that something is possible before it starts believing it. And then once you believe it, you'll you'll start like uh you'll start doing it. And actions build memory. So that's what I've been saying lately. The biggest anything. And you'll be seeing me or hearing me say it a lot because that's just what it is. Ooh, bitch, and, 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 Summer Walker dropped, Summer Walker dropped last week, last Sunday, I think, um, ooh, it was just such a good night, oh my god, it was such a good day, because I dropped my podcast, y'all showed me so much love, and I motherfucking got to smoke that night and listen to Summer Walker, and she ate that shit down, nigga, what, I was supposed to wait and not listen to this uh to the album at all because I had uh a little paint and sip party with my girls, Ashley and Avery, the next day we're supposed to like listen to it and <clears throat> excuse me. And paint and sip wine and take shots and I ended up listening to half the album and I saved the rest for the other or for the next day and we didn't even listen to it. So I might as well just listen to the whole goddamn album. Um but it was just the principle of the bag that I even started, I suppose. Shit. But, oh, my God, yeah, she ate that shit down. Um, I don't think it is better than Over It or uh, Last Year Summer. I think that it's actually, like, on the bottom of the totem pole. It's not, that's not me saying it's bad, but that's me saying that, like, it's good, but it's not better than, like, her other projects I think that this was like new and it was fresh and like I can't wait to like sink into it and like associate it with like just I don't know when I like listen to music I just like experience it and I like to listen I like to make it a part of my routine like put it put it like in my playlist like I like to see which songs become my favorite songs like that's really how I rate music for me. It's like how it resonates and how it sits. Um, so if it doesn't sit like over it in like last day of summer, uh, I'm gonna just give it a solid like seven, eight out of ten. I'm gonna say something point like eight because because I just feel like I'm just so used to like her honestly that felt like that's being harsh i'm gonna give it a solid eight if it don't sit but regardless it's a good album like it's put together really nice they're good songs i say bob but like i'm so used to like her original sound like it just sounds like she's singing you over the phone like it just sounds real real like what's it called like real retro it's like that older soul sound but like with a like a fresh little twist it's just so refreshing to my ears oh my goodness gracious like it's not like um typical r&b it, it's like i don't know how to explain it it just it sits different it just hits so different and her new album isn't quite the same but like I appreciate it reminds me of like Chris Brown like I feel like it's something that like Chris Brown could have like produced himself and that's like no shit on Chris Brown but like it was giving me like that pop vibe and I don't really care for pop like that and I don't want to hear her do no more pop because I didn't really care for X for a reason that was silly to me it's okay, like, you know, it's a little catchy. That's your ex for reason, no, reason, no. Like, I think it's how I go. Yeah, it's cute. Like, if it comes on in the car, like, honestly, I won't skip it. Like, I'll do a little bop, but, like, I don't want to hear no more of it. I don't want to hear no more of it. I'm sorry, I don't. That's not what I came here for this summer. You know that. And you know that, though. My favorite songs off the album are definitely No Love is my 
number one right now. Like, that's my shit. I want to do is, what was she said? Get drunk. Fuck. Take drugs. Da-da. Yeah, she ate that whole up on there. Um, reciprocate. She ate that shit down. Yeah, don't ever put her on that one. Um, shit, toxic is cool. Uh, I like screwing. Um, what else? What else? That's all I can really just think of off the top of my head. But definitely, no love is my shit. Her and SZA did what needs to be done. Period. 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 Screwing is cute. I feel like it's lucky a little bit too long. Like this should have been an interlude. This definitely should have been an interlude. Um, them interludes be hard as fuck. That would have been a good interlude. I don't really care for, like, Amarion. Like, he should have been, like, the background vocals. The, like, the little ad-libs. Like, how Chris Brown be coming on a song and he don't be, like, rapping all the time. He'll just be, like, a chorus. That should have been, like, Amarion. They should have did, like, a little back-and-forth situation. That would have been real cute. Um, as an interlude. I feel like the song was just too long. Like, it's, like, uh... It's redundant after like a certain point in the song. It's like, baby, I love you, but like, okay, get it. It's good. So, yeah, that was my girl. She did what needs to be done. I love me some summer. She done got me through uh, the worst of my times with her music. That's why, that's probably why last day of summer just suits what we like so well, honestly. Uh, but she really ate that whole down. Like, I feel like I give a quick shout out though to Rick Ross because that's really my nigga right now, period. Anything that they man puts out, anything that he's featured on, he gonna eat that shit down. He gonna eat that shit up like some motherfucking chicken wing, bitch. He gonna eat that shit down, period. Have y'all ever heard Money Dance by Rick Ross featuring Drake? If you haven't, you need to go listen to it right after you finish this episode, okay? It is so good. It's a long-ass song, but, like, oh, my God, it just makes me feel so fucking rich. Like, I literally need to, like, take the top of my car, and I need to be on the highway of Miami, and I need to go pop some Ace of Spades at the end of the night. I need to be sessioned up, okay? That's how I feel. I need to have some Ethereum money rolling in. You know, I need to be rolling in my, um, in, in my big body. In my big body, okay? That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. In the dream, bro, what? See what I did just right there? I just made that money dance. Like, what? What? Like, what are you saying? That's a perfect song to, like, smoke to, smoke your, your joint, or, your, like, if you're a nigga, a cigar. Like, it's just a rich nigga song. Like, I just feel like Rick Ross got rich nigga habits, and he just make rich nigga music. And I can appreciate that. I feel like it's good for, like, manifesting, because I will be rich as fuck. And that's my shade of music, so that's what I'll be indulging in, okay? Um, but yeah, that was a cute little shout out to my friend right there. So, um, I mentioned earlier that I did see my baby, Yasha. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I was really, really excited to see her. And like I said, it was really hard for me to like be without her. But I found myself like wanting to like make new friends i've been wanting new friends ever since um i stopped being friends with my old friends or stopped being close to them whatever you want to call it but i mean we're pretty much like just acquaintances now i don't have any more close friends that i used to have besides you know vanessa and janice so i thought it's kind of personal naming names i don't know Why did I just realize my mic wasn't plugged in the whole time? What are you saying to me? <gasps> no. No. Okay. I am so sorry, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Damn. I apologize. I really didn't even realize. Damn. Honestly, I don't know if I should, like, stop and then just put the microphone in. Like, we're already here. I think we're having a good conversation. I think we're all right. Like, y'all know my quality be better than this because I know this whole is trash. So, 
damn i'm so sorry y'all but tune in to the next episode okay don't 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 punish me now don't punish me now don't punish me come come next time we gonna we gonna be back right but we just gonna finish it like this because we already here like we literally 34 seconds i'm not 34 seconds we 34 minutes in babe so if you make this you know this far you'll be all right so i mean it just is what it is at this point um we just gonna keep on rolling so <laughs> so uh yeah I, mean, I find myself like wanting new friends and uh i just really want it for like at least just two maybe even one like honestly i just wanted one at this point like because making friends is so goddamn hard like it's so fucking exhausting like just like embedding people like you have to literally fucking analyze people's character their morals their principles like you gotta watch them see how they like how they move because not everybody not everybody moves how i move um people weren't raised the same way that i was raised it's not to say i'm like you know this all-abiding godly citizen that don't never do nothing because you know everybody do some raw shit so not me though i'm just waiting <laughs> y'all be safe no but like I, nobody's like the perfect person everybody has some flaws so it's hard for me personally to discern whether i'm being like super like overly cautious or if i'm just like being rightfully picky because like not just anybody can be my friend like i really be like picky about like the type of people that I hang around my a lot like i want people who are doing like this to like not the same thing as me but like trying to reach like a just a bigger like goal or like just trying to like striving towards something i want like passionate friends i want like friends who are adventurous like me or you know like just good people who i can talk to like how i'm talking on this podcast like um something that's not surface level if that makes sense because i think a lot of people have a lot of friends and it's cool for like going out you know but like i call those going out friends like acquaintances if i'm not telling you my business baby you're not my friend you're not a friend i'm sorry um, I feel like a real friend is somebody that you should be like be able to feel comfortable confiding in, and uh, you shouldn't have like too many bounds of like restriction. If that makes sense, like if I feel like I can't tell you certain things or like do certain things around you, then I you're just not friend material for me because it's like. A friendship is on the same level as, like, uh, it takes the same level of, like, care and patience as a relationship. And, like, I'm not finna sit here and, what's it called, uh, merge lives and, like, just energies with people who just aren't worth my time. Like, you're not gonna, like, waste my time and, like, take my energy because like you're cool to hang out with on the weekends i mean i don't know like i just feel like i have to waste my time like what are you like what are you really doing outside of like the costamigos okay like okay we get it we get it we get it, we get it. so um i really have just been appreciating avery and ashley these past few weeks because they have become like close friends for me and you know we I feel like we feel comfortable just like talking about you know more like deeper things or like things that like aren't you know that surface level shit and I really appreciate that I don't know I like it's just really hard to find like good genuine people who also have depth you know what I mean that's a really big thing for me like 
are you able to just like have something to talk about like something some type of like positive attributes you that isn't like related to anything that's like not superficial had to go ahead and get back on the mic and y'all know what's funny about it because I literally was holding this motherfucking mic up to my motherfucking face like I was talking into it whole time the shit wasn't even plugged in like what are you saying bro that's some silly ass shit if I ain't ever seen it excuse me I know y'all tired of me burping, burping the goddamn mic burping in the mic um motherfucking um motherfucking um Bitch, yeah, I just have friendship PTSD to be honest with you. Like, I literally have very big friendship PTSD. Like, I have a hard time believing in like friends being genuine and just like not getting like the reciprocation that I feel like I deserve. I feel like I have a lot of love and like just like energy into my friendships. Like, I go hard as fuck behind my friends. And I just have a pattern of like making friends with people who like just don't the same. Or I won't even see a pattern. I literally just had like one experience. And uh it just scars the fuck out of me. And I just can't well, I mean like it was like a big conglomerate experience. But like it really scarred me. Like I just really just cannot look at like making friends the same. Like now I'm just like so scared that I'm going to like be friends with you know somebody who is just gonna like I don't know like just like not even ruin my life it's just like uh having like friend drama is a big ass inconvenience for me more than anything like it's more it's more it's just like I place loyalty in like relationships like at the top of my list of just like my life principles and like foundations so when like i am crossed i just take it real personally and it feels just disrespectful and like it doesn't hurt me like emotionally i guess it just more so feels like low-key it feels like a threat like I don't know how to explain it like it doesn't make me cry or anything but it definitely makes me feel like you're like testing me I don't know how to explain it like it it feels very personal I don't know if you feel what I'm saying you get it if you don't you don't I don't know but yeah it feels very very personal and I've just tried very hard to like steer away from even having to experience that because like I said it's inconvenience like while I'm focused on like this bullshit like, I can be focused on something else like or I can just not be bothered with it at all like it's just a waste of fucking energy brain trauma for real because at the end of the day like nothing t- like ties you to your friends but just like the sole fact that y'all have like a connection and you like each other's like presence like if y'all put no food in my mouth, it's not so bad. Like, but I love my friends. I love them to death, like family. So that's why I like I feel this way. If you're not putting food in my mouth, you know, or paying my bills, like I can give a fuck. I can give a fuck at this point. Like, you know, I have to like watch out for me. You know what I'm saying? Like my feelings, my mental, my energy. So anybody who's like not contributing to preserving any of that can go that's how I feel you know I'm really fine by myself I love having company I love having friends but you know I'd rather have peace goddamn I'd rather have peace at the end of the day than deal with anybody else's bullshit and I sound just like my daddy right now but oh my god I need to stop because I'm never gonna find friends with this mindset but that's just how I feel right now for real and I hope that I can like go back to this for like a transformation because I realized I realized talking about it out loud that I actually feel this way and that's something I'm probably working on because it just that sounds real personal right there <laughs> that's something I gotta unpack for Marsha right there for sure bitch um I just have PTSD really real bad and 
that's something that I want to definitely work on. I just struggled so, so hard with, like, believing that, like, friends have, like, intentions and that they're not, like, doing some fraud shit. And in turn, I'm going to end up being the one doing fraud shit if I do end up making friends with this mindset. So, because um, it's just giving very much, like, projection. Damn. It's really the fact that I just did some shadow work live for y'all. Really. Like, uh, y'all are very, very blessed. Blessed, 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 blessed. If you have just, like, friends to, uh, you know, call family, like, a close-knit, like, two or three, because I feel like that's all you really need at the end of the day, day, like, a cool two, three people who you know, like, at the end of the day are, like, gonna ride. And, um, it's, like, very few far between, I feel like, because people really just be fraud as fuck these days, and to be, like, the mentality of our society, like, it's just very fucked up, like, the morale is low. And uh, that's why I feel like it just makes it hard to, like, find good solid people to even, like, get close to. But if you have it, consider yourself blessed and lucky and a chosen one by God. And more so than the bitches, we got these miracles. Yeah, these miracles. I saw something on Twitter this morning, and it was like, I have a question. And don't fight me because I know how you girls like to tussle. But why do you give your men 200 chances and your friend only gets one? And I said, hmm. honestly, 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 I feel like low-key that's talking to me because I think I am one of those bitches. But at the same time, maybe I'm not because I really gave any friend that I don't have today, I let slide with a lot of shit. 100%. Like, chances are by the time I stop fucking with you or we stop fucking with each other, you had already done some shit about a thousand times over and I just ain't said nothing. If I did say something, you encourage yourself and I gave you some more chances and I let it slide and then I said, okay, it's ain't gonna work. Um, with a nigga, I feel like I'm 100% gonna, like, speak my mind and um I'm probably try I'm gonna spend the block a couple times for sure just to make sure that you're not gonna act right before I like actually leave you alone. Like I just need to be shown. For me, I need to be shown like that you just don't give up for some reason. I don't know. Like I don't take I don't take hits the first time with <clears throat> with niggas or uh my friends, to be honest with you. Like I'd be ignoring the red flags. The red flags be there the red flags be there, but I don't know, I just be, like, second guessing myself, I'd be like, mm, maybe they me too, like, mm, maybe that wasn't their intention, but, like, low-key, people know what they're doing, so, like, mm, I don't know about that, but, um, as far as, like, giving a man more chances to, like, fuck me over than a friend, um, not even fuck me over, just, like, giving a man more chances than I would give my friends, I feel like I don't do that, but I think that girls who do, I mean, damn. Mm. I don't know. Why would you even do that? I'm just trying to, like, put myself in the mind of somebody who, like, would do that. I'm just trying to, like, understand, like, the reasoning as to what, what would. Um, I feel like some people just, like, they really like having that companionship, that, like, that built-in companionship of a, of a relationship, because, I mean, like, unless you like girls, too, you're gonna be automatically just wanting to be all up under a man all day, and you're gonna be more inclined to put up with whatever shit they're putting you through because you, quote-unquote, love them, and you want that companionship versus, like, a friend who a lot of people think, you know, host with no value to them because, again, damn, I'm sorry, that shouldn't be you. That's not good. Podcast, at least. I know y'all don't want to hear this back here. Yo, oh, oh. Um, if, you know, they're not paying your bills, they're not putting no food in your mouth, you know, they're not fucking you, it's just like, I don't really owe you shit. So. That's why a lot of girls probably feel like they can just throw, 
their dick to the side or their friends to the side and, you know, come back when they feel like it's convenient for them because uh, for a lot of people, friends are just like emotional support cushions and just like fillers for like the the shit that they're missing emotionally in other places. Um, that's why a lot of friends don't appreciate their, like, their friends and going back to, uh, well, I'm not gonna say that, but, yeah, I think that's probably why, like, they just don't value, like, girlfriends as much as, like, having a, a boyfriend, having a partner, and I think I've seen something like that on Twitter before, that, like, having, a solid friendships is just as important as having solid relationships, because how you treat friendships, how you treat your friendships, is going to be uh, how you treat your relationships, and that's why they suggest that your friends was whoever you were dating before you get into a relationship with them, because you have to build that foundation of, you know, y'all's principles and lay it, like, all on the table. It's just, like, practice, you know what I mean? And, like, that's one of the first things that you learn, like, when you're you know, we get to school, it's like how to make friends, how to like, you know, social etiquette, and, you know, just like how to treat people, empathy, love, on a platonic level, because you should treat everybody with love, I believe that you should move about in the world with love, and you should give love in order to receive love, and all of your intentions to do things should be with love, and with kindness, and understanding, all that shit. So, it doesn't really make too much sense to me as to why somebody wouldn't want more girlfriends or, like, a girlfriend over, you know, a boyfriend. It just doesn't really make too much sense to me. Or, like, if their friend is a guy, like, you know, a guy friend over, like, your boyfriend, it doesn't make sense to me to pick your your nigga over your, your people. But at the end of the day, especially at this age, like, who knows if y'all are even going to be like um honestly honestly and this sounds so 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 bad like whenever like I, I see a nigga like I don't know let's see I see him like retweeting on my timeline I go on his his uh account and I see that he got a girl I don't want to follow him or nothing but like I know I'm gonna see his like his shit on the timeline again and whenever I do he probably gonna be single because these people be breaking up like every like four or five months just check back in another six months and he'll be free so um, that's why I don't really, like, understand why people just, like, take or push their friends off to the side when they get relationships, and I had a friend who felt like I did that, and, like, I don't, I can see why she feel that way, but I don't think that I did, or at least I tried my best to not do that, because I, I understand the principle of, like, of that not even being something that's, like, cool, like, I don't believe in that, so I hope that, I don't know, I can get some more clarity on that situation as, like, time goes on, because I tend to get more understanding of situations, like, as time passes, so, um, yeah, that's really how I feel about that, that shit really be funny, though, when they be like, um, I have a question, don't fight me, I know you girls like to tussle. So, to add on to these niggas, what do y'all think that, or how much do you think that the financial aspect of a relationship hold? Like, how much would that hold when we're this young? Like, are we settling or dealing with poor niggas? That's really my question because, like, is there even really such thing as, like, a broke nigga at age 20? I feel like we're all broke, technically. Like, I mean, no, we're not all broke because, like I said in the last episode, there's a lot of young, rich, young, financially stable 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds, 23-year-olds, whatever you are. But if you're at least, like, 20 my age, I just turned 20. So, I mean, like, if you're in college, I feel like um, you can't be expecting Ruth Chris with a nigga who's in your math class. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not giving that. Um, and I had to quickly realize that, that that was not what was going to be going on. Um, once I got to, like, college, I was like, what's going on? I don't want to be in your dorm room. Okay, let's go on a date. Let's, let's figure something out. And 
I don't know. I was just so confused about like why niggas were just not doing what needed to be done. And I was like, well, I mean, I think we're all kind of like in the same tax bracket, I guess. But at the same time, I feel like if you like wanted to, you would in the same breath. Um, but I expect that type of shit like consistently. And that's why I felt like I probably need to date a little bit older, like two to three years because yeah 20 year old pockets aren't where it's at but i don't think i've ever really like dated a 20 year old like not in the 20 um i haven't really fucked with anybody my age they've all been like a little bit older mm-hmm. look at how taste how taste is changing her taste is changing that's true i haven't even thought about that i haven't talked to anybody my age in so long Oh my god, that's scary, Loki. Does that have something else I need to unpack with Marsha? Bro, that's too much. That's too fucking much. But I feel like, um, in general, you know, I think that if you are gonna be dating, I think you need to be like in a certain like financial position to be dating low-key like i don't know like there's nothing wrong with like being in a relationship like when you're broke or poor or whatever but like i just feel like if you're like me and you know you expect certain shit you should be able to like provide that for yourself and then you'll be able to attract somebody who like will be able to reciprocate that and I don't know I just think that it's not like if you're like you're broke you can't like nobody but I just think it's just it should be like common courtesy to like just bow out if you can't get no flowers bro you just need to focus on yourself you just need to focus on yourself babe that's why I feel about it I don't know like I think every girl deserves flowers and dates and you know like gifts and if you can't provide that, I think you, you need to go clock in. Or you need to, you know, finish what you got going on before you get in the dating scene. Or throw your hat in the ring. Because me, I'm going to take myself on a couple of dates and get, you know, me some flowers. I haven't actually got myself no flowers before. I'm going to do this soon, though. But I'm going to definitely take myself on a date. So I just feel like unless, like, we're in love or, like, you know, I'm actually trying to fuck with you, like, on a real note. Um, if we're just dating, mm, it's just not gonna give for me. It's just not gonna give for me. It's just not. But even still, like you know what I mean. Like I'll definitely like if you're. I'm definitely preparing for like niggas like who are trying to work towards something and like are trying to advance at some level like that are working towards um like their ambitions because we're still like young. You know what I mean. Like nobody's like. Nobody's making six figures for real, for real. Not nobody. Y'all know what the fuck I mean. So I'm not like too harsh, but like if I were to date somebody my age, like I would definitely still have some expectations. I saw a tweet that was like, these young hoes driving like these young niggas broke because they expect to like be living like the people on the internet. And I low key agree because like people do be trying to like keep up with the joneses like with the with the flower petals on the bed in the hotel room and like the do your her if you love her and like uh ap's and like the extravagant trips like everybody's trying to like keep up and everybody's trying to like flex and show out and be relationship goals and shit so i can definitely see what they were going with that but i also think that that's also an excuse or i feel like a man probably wrote that shit or like a uh what's it called a flaw ass woman who be on men's dicks um i think that's just like a way to like make women keep their standards low because i feel like even at bare minimum like quality quality time because I don't know where we started getting quality time confused with taking naps together, but that's not real quality time to me. Um, quality time to me is like going out 
and like doing something of like substance like we can go take like hike we can go uh just do some like some new shit around the city like we can go find like a new restaurant to try we can go like i don't fucking know whatever the fuck you're interested in go to the fucking library whatever the fuck you like to do or whatever you may want to try something i don't know do something that's not being in somebody's crib or like you know like in the car like that's not a sub substance to me and uh i've dealt with that before and like that's just not it because i don't even i don't even treat myself like that so why would i get in a relationship with somebody who gonna like have me who gonna have me like that that don't make sense to me okay and it doesn't make sense for anybody else either i just feel like the standard should be higher and we all deserve better than that so i don't actually i don't think there's any excuse quite honest because um there's a lot of free activity and free quality time out here in these streets you just have to put in the effort and actually want to find it to you know enjoy it and whatnot um i go to like r&b yoga i like go to the motherfucking beach i go to try new restaurants i go to barnes no i'm just giving y'all all let me stop i got barnes and noble though like i be finding a little shit to do and like the type of shit that i be doing like i be like wanting somebody else to like do it with me um and like that's what i essentially want in a partner and it's not even me wanting a nigga to go broke but like put some motherfucking effort in yeah fuck that post honestly because i feel like that's literally just like some bitch or some nigga trying to make excuses for these downtrodden ass sorry excuses for men who can't produce nothing but some dick and half the time can't even do that so um yeah heavily disagree but i understand where she was trying to come from with that little sentiment y'all are not Ariane, y'all are not jada and you need to unfollow them babes like the girls on poor mindset they got your mind fucked up um because i'm not expecting that but i do expect some motherfucking standards around this bitch okay but we can be rnj in one day don't get me wrong don't get me wrong don't get me wrong so we are coming to the pretty girl tip of the day i challenge you all to fast i want y'all to fast for 30 days do whatever you feel like may be holding you back I think I told y'all that I took a 30-day uh, smoking cleanse, weed cleanse. I do no edibles, no, I didn't smoke, no nothing. And um, it was really good. The main reason I did it is because I was really going through some shit. And, like, I just felt like I needed clarity and I needed guidance, like, spiritually. Like, I needed God to literally, like, put his hands on me and, like, guide me and heal me. And I just felt really called to just, like, get back to, like, my religiousness and get closer with God and start communicating with him more. And once I did, I was led to the idea of fasting. And I did some research when I thought about it. And I was like, this is something I need to do because uh, the benefits of it is basically, like, when you sacrifice something that you feel is your like your desire like when you sacrifice your desires to god for uh like humility it shows humility i feel like and it it, it he'll ground you in return to be able to receive the wisdom and the clarity that you seek because you've removed you know this extra blinder that may have been like hindering you from receiving this like this wisdom in the first place or receiving it in a way that she'll be able to do what's necessary once you received it so um I am just so, so, so grateful that I was able to do that because I think that after I took that cleanse, I was able to A, heal my relationship with weed and be able to consume it on like a responsible basis in a responsible way. Um, I really just felt like I didn't need to be smoking during the day. And um, especially like before work, 
um, like right before work. Like I'm smoking right now because I'm doing my podcast, of course. Um, I still have time to like do what I need to do, take a nap, whatever. But like smoking before I went into work, like just doesn't make sense because like it just it wasn't needed. Like I'm fine unless I'm like anxious or something like I just made it a habit and it, it didn't really need to be a habit I was just doing it as like a crutch because I was just used to smoking I don't know and now I only smoke at night or you know when I'm winding down or when I know I'm just for like do some like relaxing shit or if I'm just like I'm on my me time if I'm off you know what I mean like when I know that I can afford like that luxury of just like free time which is sad but like yeah um that was like number one for me two um I feel like I was just able to work on my my work ethic and just being able to like hear my thoughts clearly so I can just like analyze and retrain my brain that's what I took from it the most those two things and whether you whether you fast from weed whether you fast from uh sex relationships food um I don't know whatever else you might be using as like a desire or like a crutch I encourage you to take a 30-day fast take on the challenge connect with uh God if you believe in God the universe spirit whatever you call your higher beings I encourage you to do it because it really did it really did what it needed to do for me and I'm really really grateful for the experience because if I did it I wouldn't even be on this podcast talking to y'all um so that's pretty much all that I have for you guys I thank y'all so 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 much for tuning in once again to the blow up where we talk all things 20 somethings and blow a little something while we at it I hope that y'all are high as fuck right now I hope that y'all have a beautiful amazing rest of your Sunday rest to your rest of your week and I will see you next week I love you the most bye